Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hot Mess Podcast. I am your host, Matilda Johnson, and today we are getting messy. Today's mess, I'd consider a little bit of a quarter-life crisis. Um, But before we do that, of course, we have to do our weekly wrap. I've got the very unfortunate news of saying that my TikTok feed has not changed. I'm still stuck on Draco Talk, and I think it's actually just getting worse because of last week how I was like, I'm reading Wattpad, and I'm on Draco Talk, and my boyfriend's listening to the Harry Potter audiobooks, and now it's just getting worse and worse. I can't go three videos without having a Harry Potter related video come up. Do I love it? Yeah, a little bit. Do I love some of the uh, like stuff of it that I wish I didn't see? Yeah. But I think I'm just getting thirst videos in general of celebrities, like not of TikTok boys doing thirst videos, thank God, because I shudder at the thought of it. Um, no, instead I'm getting thirst videos of Again, it's like all my favorite white boys. It's Tom Felton and Paul Mescal and who else? Maddie Healy. All my all my British boys that I love. Um, they're very they're popping off right now, and I'm not mad about it. But again, it's a bit awkward when like I'm in the middle of public, like scrolling on TikTok on like my lunch break or something like that. And suddenly it's just thirst videos of all of these men. It's not an ideal situation to find myself in. So I can't really say there's anything new and exciting going on on the feed. I am listening to a lot of music at the moment. Like, I mean, I tend to always listen to music, but now I'm just on this weird phase in my life where I will listen to the same tracks on loop probably 15 to 20 times during the day. And then once I finally am like, "Hmm, maybe I should move on then I'll move on. Of course, one of the songs is Ceilings by Lizzie McAlpine. Love her. And also Doomsday. I've been listening to that on repeat. And then Robbers by the 1975, probably why Maddie Healy's on my feed so much. Heaven by Niall Horan, which just came out. I've got so many questions about the new music video that's about to come out. Do we think Harry Styles is going to be in it? Yes or no? I have a feeling... Like, I want to say yes, but I also don't want to get my hopes up. I'm not sure. I'm also listening to Happiness is a Butterfly by Lana Del Rey. Um, we Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off by Ella Eyre. Um, what else? What a Time by Julia Michaels and Niall Horan as well. Random. Two Niall, Hor- Niall Horan songs on there. Um, but they're all kind of sad. Am I okay? I'm not sure. But I will play it on loop constantly like for instance the other day I listened to we don't have to take our clothes off the cover by Ella Eyre a ridiculous amount of times I couldn't tell you how many times I listened to it and then I was singing it around the house and now I'm listening to it again and it's just on loop and I'm loving every minute of it I wish I could give a good book recommendation but I'm still finishing the Wattpad that I was reading last (laughs) last week oh maybe I do need help I'm listening to sad music on repeat and reading Wattpad and I'm like one of like and the artists of the 1975 and Lana Del Rey like am I in my Tumblr era I think I might be at 24 years old in the year 2023 I've entered my Tumblr girl era but that's what's going on in my life behind closed doors in my earphones that's 
the secret side to me that's just bursting out. Nothing thrilling at all. I'm very sorry with this update. I had a very lovely weekend though. I went to the garlic festival, which is literally exactly what it is. It's a festival for garlic. And then I had dinner with like all of my best friends from back home. I went down and visited them and it was just such a good time. And I saw this TikTok the other day where the sound was like, the most I've learned about love and life is what I've learned from my best girlfriends. And that is so beyond true because every time I'm with them, I feel like I am more open and more myself than I am with anyone else. And I love seeing them with their now partners and the love that they all have for each other. And it was just very sweet getting together and being able to hold on to our girlhood together and just enjoy each other's company. If you knew me from from dancing and stuff like that prior to having a podcast, then you would know that one of my best friends is named Lexi and she currently is living on a cruise ship and she's been doing this for quite a few years now, I think three or four years. And I've just come to really be missing her. She and I usually do a long distance friendship very, very well. But currently, I'm missing the crap out of that girl. And we've been having a lot of heart-to-hearts recently. And it's just so hard when you're in a different time zone to somebody you love so much. Um, and trying to have an earnest conversation without it being interrupted like by one of us going to sleep or to work and stuff. And so, Lexi, if you're listening to this, I just hope you know that I really do miss you. Um, yeah, we've just been having so many good, deep conversations and been giving each other advice that we've both kind of sought after recently and I think she's probably my favorite person to go to for advice because she also saw me probably at my best and worst I think in some of my most informative years in the years where I developed the most she was closest to me and so yeah I'm at a weird stage right now which I'm about to talk about where I'm just like far out I really just want to be with my bestie. So basically, my friend Ash, I'm just talking about all my friends today. My friend Ash just informed me that turning 25 is the year that your frontal lobe is fully developed. And I'm turning 25 this year. And I think I'm having an existential crisis now that I know this information because I didn't study psychology. I don't know anything about how the brain works. Okay. But finding out that this is the year that my frontal lobe is going to be fully developed has set something off inside me thinking, what am I doing? What is my, like, is this, is this as fully developed as I'm going to be with my brain? Like, this can't be it. Come on. Like, this cannot be all there is. There's got to be more out there for me. And I'm just freaking out a little bit. And I think that's okay. It's fine. But suddenly I'm just questioning everything. Okay. So I just started working within the arts again, which I love, you guys. I cannot express how much I love kind of being back in this world. I took a step out of it for a little bit and now I'm back and it just feels nice to be kind of in the community that is always there with open arms. Like no matter what you go through, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing in life, I feel like the arts community has always had my back and I'm kind of stepping back into it, which makes me think that 
you know, maybe my degree was not so worthless having a diploma in musical theatre, which for the last few years, I think definitely since COVID happened, I definitely second-guessed myself because suddenly there were no jobs for the arts and I was like, "Uh, what am I doing with life? Do I need to be more sick? Like, I don't want to say more serious, like the arts isn't a serious job to have, but um, it's not always stable and I think there is the stigma of do something serious with your life because the arts is like a hobby. It's not. It is a career. Thank you very much. But it has it stressed me out thinking I couldn't do that because it didn't have the stability that a lot of other jobs did, especially during the pandemic. So even just easing my way into this world again is very nice. Um, It kind of feels like I'm coming home as cheesy as that is. Like I'm thinking about going back to dance classes and updating showreels and stuff like that, which I did not expect for myself. Do I like, but it also is terrifying thinking I'm putting myself out there again at almost like I'd say I'm in my mid twenties now and thinking, is it too late? Like, it feels like it's too late for me. Is that dumb? It feels like it's too late to be trying again. I don't know. Do you guys think think I should do it? I don't know. I'm scared. And there's nothing wrong with being scared because it's like the fear of rejection, I guess, because in when you're auditioning for things, there's quite often more no's than there are yeses. But it's really actually scary to be putting myself out there like this again. It's like dating, except I think this is scarier than dating and you all know I hate dating. But then I was kind of expressing these doubts to, again, my friend Ash, who was telling me about my frontal lobe being fully developed this year. And she was like, maybe it's a sign that this is actually what you want in your life because you're more clear headed than you will ever be. Like like prior to this moment in time, you're probably at your most clear minded and more understanding of what you seek in life. But guys, I don't know. I'm so stressed out. And because I'm starting from scratch again, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. I actually feel like I don't know where to start anymore. So this is going to be a really fun mess for us to all go through together. Yay. So that's my quarter life crisis in my career section, but I'm just really enjoying overall being back in the arts even if it's just a small dose and being surrounded by very like-minded and very supportive people because we all know that my previous history was slightly traumatic. But then on top of this, okay, so I was just talking about my friend Lexi who's living on cruise ships. Once she is off her current contract on her current cruise ship, she really wants to move to London and I've always wanted to move to London and it was something that I was considering doing after I graduated from my performing arts course that I did back in, well, I graduated in 2019. Of course, 2020, the pandemic hit. But before we found out about all of that happening, I was planning on moving overseas, um, even if it was just for a couple of months to either New York or London. And clearly that did not happen. My dreams were crushed. So now I'm like, should I just do it? Maybe not this year because I've already got a lot going on and your girl cannot afford to currently move overseas. But if not, like, next year or the year after, 
what's stopping me from joining my best friend overseas in a city I've always wanted to live in and explore and work in? You know, like now I can set these goals for myself again. I feel like the pandemic really knocked some years off of our lives. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, that really put a halt on all of my life plans and all of my life goals. And now I'm just really determined to get back to my former self, but in a healthier mindset. So maybe this is what I need to do at some point. Even if it's just for a short amount of time, you know, in my mind, in the ideal world, I'd move over there. I'd start working in performing arts again. It'd be fantastic. All my dreams would come true. I would go to the pub on weekends and have a Sunday roast and go to shows on the West End and go to other parts of Europe on the weekends because you can do that in Europe. You can just like catch a train somewhere or a plane and suddenly you're in another country in five minutes. That's what I want. And I don't think it should be that hard, but I just need to work out the logistics of it. So should I do this? Should I just like say screw it and like actually go do all the things that I wanted to do like three years ago? But then of course we come to the other end of things where it's like, I'm in quite a serious relationship and there are goals that we've made together that I'm also like, would I be putting those goals on hold? Hence my existential crisis. But at the end of the day, I know he supports me in whatever I choose to do. And I think he'd understand if I needed to do those things because we love supportive men. We do. We really do. This whole episode is really just a diary entry of my mind being like, what am I doing? But I hope you've enjoyed it because I have. But I feel like this is just kind of the pressures of life getting to me. And I think realizing that my frontal lobe, like it's such a small comment to be like, yeah, frontal lobe is going to be fully developed this year. But also it's kind of the realization I'm in my mid twenties. I'm an adult and there are things in my life that I thought I would have achieved by now that I wasn't able to. And there are also certain, I don't want to say expectations, but to a degree, like there are certain expectations from not just people in my immediate life, but also society in general about what I should be doing now as a almost 25 year old with my career, with my love life, with my family life, with my housing situation. And it's just like, I don't really want to adhere to those expectations because I'm in no rush to get married and have kids and buy a house. Also in today's climate, I will not be buying a house anytime soon. So that's out the window. But then there's like the expectations, of course, of having kids again, being like having kids has so many additional factors that I try to think very rationally about. And I'm nowhere near at a point in my life where I want to be having kids. Absolutely not. Firstly, financial reasons, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I can hardly take care of myself. And then on top of that, like thinking about the effects it would have on my body, not that it's a bad thing. I think pregnancy is a beautiful thing. But as a dancer and somebody who loves dancing, I don't, and who's about to get back into dancing, I don't really want to put my life on hold again for physical reasons. 
And then on top of that, I've got the idea of I'm also a woman who has PCOS. And so I don't even know at this point what my chances are of having a good and healthy pregnancy. Not that it's again, I'm not thinking about it that deeply, but when I found out I had PCOS, it is something it is something that crossed my mind. Like, what are my likelihood, like what are the chances of me having a good, healthy pregnancy? It is harder for women who have PCOS and endometriosis to think about these things and to actually bring another child to life. You know what I mean? So there are those factors. And then on top of that marriage, I'm seeing a lot of people in my life get married and I love, love, I love watching them do it. I love being a part of it. I love attending the wedding. And I think marriage is a really beautiful thing. Um, but I also, am just kind of like weddings cost a lot. (laughs) And as much as I love weddings, I love when it's not mine (laughs) because I don't want to pay for it. And also, I also am like, I know eloping is just not really an option for me, unfortunately, because I know how many people would actually want to be at the wedding. And I know it's like, you can be selfish with your wedding, but I don't think I could, to be honest. I don't think I'm in a position where I can do that. But there are those things. And then this is so dumb. I think about it all the time. The person who you marry is the most likely to murder you. Anyway, that's another story. That's just me overthinking things, but the things I think about. So yeah, that's the current things that are on my mind that are stressing me out and making me overthink everything, which is so dumb. They're not even things that I should have to worry about, but I do. And now I'm like, maybe I should just like actually live life. Maybe I shouldn't think too strongly about what society wants from me and instead actually do the things I want, which are the things that I wanted three years ago that I was never able to fulfill. And it's crazy to me, like the last professional production I did, well, aside from I've done a few music videos and stuff like that. And I was an extra in a movie that was filmed last year that hasn't been released yet. So I was, I've been able to do small jobs here and there. But the last big-ish job I had was with Magic Mike Live almost two years ago now. And I really miss it. I've been reminiscing on that time a lot because it was so nice to be on stage and amongst a cast that was very close and dancing and being around live music every single night. There's There's nothing that really compares to that. And... For me, that's something I've been really longing. So we're putting myself to a test here because I don't want to back myself out of this again. I don't want to get into my head and think that it's not going to be something that I can succeed in anymore because I think at the end of the day, that's what put it on hold for me to begin with because of the pandemic, I was like, well, this is now out of reach. And it's actually not. If I really set my mind to it, I know I can do it. So we shall see. This is going to have to be a report back kind of situation. We'll see if I get through this and we'll see what I can achieve. But in the meantime, I hope you've enjoyed listening to me ramble on about my thoughts and my stresses and my concerns for the future and society and relationships and 
career and travel and all the things I just really want to do with my life currently. Um, it was a very random episode. If your frontal lobe is going to be fully developed this year, I hope I'm not alone in these feelings. I hope you know you're not alone in these feelings as well. I think it's just being lost and feeling like, oh shit, I'm an adult. I should really get my shit together. Nobody has their shit together. It's fine. We're all stuffing around and not knowing what we're doing and we've all got our heads in the clouds, so it's fine. But regardless, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give it a five-star review or like it, comment, review it, follow it on Instagram and TikTok at hotmess underscore podcast. Do whatever you can to keep this show going. And so we can ramble more and stress out more and be hot messes together more in future. I love you guys and I hope you have a very messy week ahead. I'll see you next week. Bye.